Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with me, Caden Kelly. Uh, here's a, it's a podcast where I read books and I talk about them in 15 minutes or less to keep myself accountable, to improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And uh, it's a, this is a supplementary podcast to my main podcast called Book Club with Caden Kelly. I do this one in 15 minutes, and I do that one in like an hour and a half. A lot more long form, and I go into a bunch of explanations and tangents. But this one, keep it in short and sweet for you to contemplate throughout your day. If you like this conversation, go check out that episode. This episode in the long form on Book Club with Caden Kelly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or you can find access to all my shit on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. Come. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about Grit by Angela Duckworth, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Uh, I like to explain the uh, or uh, read the author's biography. This book was written in tw- or published in 2016, copyright 2016 by Angela Duckworth. Angela is a PhD. She is a 2013 MacArthur Fellow and Professor of Psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. She's advised the World Bank, NBA, and NFL teams, Fortune 500 CEOs, and uh, she's the founder uh, and CEO of Character Lab, a nonprofit whose mission is to advance scientific insights that help kids thrive. Uh, she, uh, she, no, I'll keep going. She completed her BA in neurobiology at Harvard, her MSc in, I don't know what that is, in neuroscience at Oxford, and her PhD in psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, this is, this book is her first book and an instant New York Times bestseller. So, awesome book, great reviews. Uh, goes really well with a lot of the other books that I've read in regards to hard work and, uh, really grit, endurance, perseverance, whatever. Um, grit is a, it's a silly word. I kind of makes people, you know, makes you cringe a little bit, uh, to hear that someone's gritty, but, uh, the, the context of this book, especially with the other books that we've, that I've read, that we've talked about, uh, really explains really well how to become a high achiever at anything. And just to put a little context in, because I've talked, I talk a lot about a lot of, well, I talk about a lot of shit that doesn't make sense, frankly, but, uh, in my longer podcast, I talk more about this, but basically, there are two ways to approach life. If you uh, are, are to be successful in life, rather, there are two ways to be successful in life. You can be a high achiever, or you can be well-rounded. This is just my take. This is, and this might not be accurate, and I might probably will change my mind later on. But here's here's this is here's the point. You can be a high achiever, or you can be well-rounded. And I've read a lot of books. I've read a few books on being well-rounded. This is one book that go, this is this focuses on being a high achiever. One way is not more fulfilling than the other, generically. But for individuals, it's important to understand how you want to live your life. What do you want to accomplish? Do you want to be well-rounded in everything that you value? Do you want to put you know equal amounts? Uh, theoretical equal amounts of effort and energy and focus and time into all the things that you care about your hobbies your passions your uh, desires your family your religion your education do you want to be well-rounded in all those areas or do you want to be a high achiever and excel because the consequence of being a high achiever is 
you put more time into a specific area and then compromise or rather sacrifice time and energy and focus in other things. So this book is, again, one way is not better than the other, but it is for it is you specifically for you listening to this right now, you decide you get to decide, do I want to be well-rounded or do I want to be a high achiever? This is going to help you be a high achiever uh, if that's the way you want to go. So let's keep listening. 15 minutes or less, baby. Let's go. Uh, I take notes while I listen to the audiobook and read the book so that I can talk about it and have you know most, most of my shit uh, in one area. So uh, you can uh, – I'm just going to go through m- my most important notes. I got a lot of notes from this book. Um, the book is broken into three parts. What grit is and uh, part one is what grit is and why it matters. Part two is growing grit from the inside out, and part three is growing grit from the outside in. Uh, so through part one, she said uh, chapter one is showing up. It's called showing up. Uh, what matters is not ability; it's a never give up attitude. Showing up. Uh, successful people find more satisfaction in the chase. Rather than the catch, they know how to endure the struggle. I will put a preface really fast. The book is it was almost a 10-hour audio book and tons of ex- research, tons of experiments, tons of personal experience and talking with people and their experience and then coming to conclusions. Like That's a re- really good book for that reason. And uh, I, all I'm doing is I'm giving you the conclusions, what she came up with, what she learned from her research and uh, so my comments, you know, they'll be they might seem shallow or you might disagree with them, but I'm speaking them uh, through a little bit of bias. I acknowledge I've got everyone has a bias and I have a bias towards this uh, at this grit mentality. But also uh, I'm trying to summarize all of the research that she's done for you, you know, for the purpose of of this, you know, what I'm trying to do with this podcast, I'm trying to inspire you to be a high achiever. And this is how we do it. So show up. It's not about ability. It's a never give up attitude. That's how you become that's how you become a high achiever. Uh, grit is the combo of passion and perseverance that makes high achievers special. Okay. Uh, she says in she she presents a formula for achievement in chapter three. The chapter three is called Effort Counts Twice. And her formula is talent, your intrinsic or you know, your natural born gifts, your talent times effort equals skill. And then your skill, what you've learned, your skill times more effort equals achievement. So although uh, she says talent is crucial for achievement, so what you're born with and, you know, what you favor, what you like to do, what you're talented at, talent is crucial for achievement, but effort is twice that. This is her life theory. This is what she's working on. Why? Successful people are successful and, and high achievers are as well. So uh, talent is good. Like, like Michael, Fe- I talk about Michael Phelps, an excellent swimmer. Uh, he, he was, he has, he's born with the genetics that favor a swimmer. So he's got an advantage there. And I don't know much about his training regimen or his, uh, his community, how he grew up, whatever. But uh, regardless of his talent and in his environment, it was his effort that uh, contributed to his success, right? So as a swimmer. So talent is crucial for achievement, but effort is twice that. My favorite, I think probably my favorite quote from the book comes from this chapter. She says, 
consistency of effort over the long run is everything. If you want to be a high achiever, the most important, the fundamental rule for achievement is consistency of effort over the long run. If you take anything from this episode, take that to the bank. Consistency of effort over the long run is the formula for achievement. Not your natural born talent. It's, uh, it's your consistency of effort. All right. And then chapter five, she talks about grit, how it grows. Uh, it's a skill that can grow or shrink. So uh, if you want to be gritty, if you want to be, uh, you know, exemplify passion and perseverance, you got to practice them all the time, every day. Uh, there are four paragons, or per- paragons means perfect examples. That's a new word I learned. Four paragons of passion and perseverance of grit. First is interest. Second is capacity to practice. Three is purpose. And four is hope. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's what the next four chapters are. So part two, growing grit from the inside out focuses on these paragons of grit. First is interest. If you want to grow your grit, if you want to be more gritty, here's what you got to do from the inside out. You got to first find your find what you're interested in. Uh, she says interests are not discovered through introspection or just by like sitting around and thinking about it. That's not how your interests develop or how you find interests. She says instead, interests are triggered by interactions with the real world. So if you're at a point in your life where you feel like you don't have direction or purpose or anything going for you or it's bo- or you're bored, if you're fucking bored, you're probably not doing anything to develop interest or to ignite interest. Go interact with the real world. Volunteer for something. Join a club. Go try a new sport. Try something new. That, and you know what? You're going to try it and probably suck at it and not like it. But then that's how you know you're not interested in it. Because as you keep trying, you'll find something that you are interested in. That's how grit grows. But first, got to be interested. Uh, chapter 7 is practice. Flow and grit go hand in hand. She talks about flow. And um, yeah, flow is that state of like, of like, it's almost like mindless and effort I, that I uh, describe it as. It's, it's hard to describe. But like when you become... When you practice something enough you uh, that you are interested in, when you are consistently practicing it, you enter a state, it's called flow, and you just, you perform or you speak or you, whatever it is, a, in this state where uh, it's, al- you know, almost always executed well. And uh, it's like to, uh, to an observer, it's a phenomenal thing to witness. But as the person doing it, doing the thing, it's just like, it's just like, automatic behavior but consistent practice uh she says gritty people do more deliberate practice and consequently experience more flow uh so uh, practice is for preparation and flow is for performance chapter eight is purpose uh really brief you know uh what really when you when you find an interest you develop it through practice you be you discover purpose and you could call it your life calling. Uh, you could call it whatever you want. Uh, you could call it purpose, your life purpose. But um, us knowing that what you're doing, what you're interested in, has is contributing to the world somehow is your purpose. And it will and help you move through the hard times, like when you don't want to wake up for practice or you don't want to, you know, you, you're feeling lazy, you're complacent. Uh, you show up anyway. Because you know that when you show up, you're working toward this purpose or you're fulfilling this purpose. 
that gives you meaning. That helps you live a more peaceful and happy life, uh, especially when you don't want to push through the – she says earlier um, – uh, about practice she says to be gritty is to resist complacency you, you just you, you sh- it's showing up anyway you show up to practice anyway and having a purpose helps show up to practice anyway and then uh her take on hope chapter nine is uh h- hope it, for gritty people is believing your decisions will create a better future that could be part of your purpose too um she quotes henry ford who said whether you think you can or can't you're right. So uh, uh, this this section about hope, and I've talked a few other books about hope, really comes down to your attitude. It's your mindset. She, uh, the, there's two really fundamental types of mindsets. There is a fixed mindset and there's a growth mindset. A fixed mindset, she says, of ability leads to pessimistic explanations of adversity, which lead to giving up on a challenge and avoiding them in the first place. But a growth mindset, she says, leads to optimistic ways of explaining adversity, which leads to perseverance and seeking out new challenges to make you stronger. There's fixed mindset and growth mindset. Have a growth mindset. It makes your adversity or the suffering that you endure uh, bearable. Uh, You're more able to endure it and to get through it. Okay, that's growing grit from the inside out. Part three is growing grit from the outside in. I got like 60 seconds, so I'll do the swift. Um, chapter 10 is about parenting strategies. Uh, basically, the summary is that uh, s- studies show a tendency for children to, uh, that children imitate and emulate their parents. If you want your kids to be gritty, you need to practice passion and perseverance yourself for your kids to emulate that. But the same applies to anybody in positions of power or influence. If you want to inspire somebody to be gritty or to work hard, you have to work hard yourself. If you have a business and you want to imply that into your business culture, you have to do that yourself. Uh, that's that's part of uh, what chapter twelve is. Uh, if you want a if you want to be grittier, find a gritty culture and join it. And if you want to have a gritty culture, you have to have strong values that everybody lives. Um, yeah, and then and then the last one of the last things. I'll say she talks about the hard thing rule when you're doing something challenging, when you're, you know, she says there's two rules. You can't quit on bad days and everyone will have bad days. They're inevitable. And you, and you get to choose your hard thing. You get to choose what it is that you, you struggle through, that you work towards because of those four things earlier. Uh, you're, inter- you're interested in it. You practice it. Um, number three was, what was number three? Shh. Purpose. It gives you purpose, and then the fourth is hope. Uh, you have hope that it's going to make the world better, or uh, whatever. But you uh, uh, have you have a growth mindset. Anyway, conclusion is her conclusion is grit is important, but character is more important. Um, she describes a few different kinds of characteristics to have, but basically, you know, don't compromise. Don't be a shitty person in pursuit of your growth or your goals. Be a good person still. Uh, it comes next to grit, but to be a high achiever, you have to have you have to be gritty. I didn't really talk about it here. I talk about it more in the longer episode. But you, you we you set when you set goals, it's important to put them in a hierarchy, a goal hierarchy. So you have your o- overarching life purpose or goal, and then you have smaller goals that you do every day, every week, every month, every year that help you reach your overarching goal. So in conclusion, if you like all of this. 
Go listen to the longer conversation on Book Club with Caden Kelly. It's uh, it, we go. I go into way more depth on all of these points. Um, you can find that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or you can go to my blog. Uh, all of that should be in my link in my social medias. And yeah, if you want to be a high achiever, you got to be gritty. You got to show up, but you have to, you know, there's lots that you can do to develop that too. So anyway, that's it. We'll be here next time. Thanks for showing up.